All right, here we go. My name's Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 364 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. Getting our first snow as I record here. It's been snowing, eh, I don't know, since like 11 o'clock this morning. It's now 5.27. You know, it's, it's, I hate it. It sucks. The roads are, uh, I mean, it's not bad yet, but it's supposed to continue snowing all night. Uh, our oldest kid is down working about, you know, 35, 40 miles from here. He gets off at 7.30, so two more hours, and he's going to have to drive home in it. He's driving my car because it's four-wheel, you know, all-wheel drive and uh, has better tires than his does. And, uh, you know, I don't have to worry about that. Something's hanging over my head. He's got to worry about that. God. You know, um, it's it's always, it's 100% concern all the time. There's all There's just... Anxiety is just is just is woven through the fabric of my life. <laughs> you know, it's just like uh, it's always there, always something to worry about. That cat that lives across the street, by the way, he said nope. He's been in our house for hours. I mean, it's snowing outside. It's freezing cold. The, uh, you know, I went out and got a pizza. Listen to this. What do you think about this? All right. You guys think I'm a, a curmudgeonly old bastard, right? So I was talking to the older boy, and he said, because he had a quick turnaround. He worked late last night, and he had to be back in there early today. He overslept a little bit, so he rushed out of here, didn't have anything to eat. And when I was talking to him, he said, I'm hungry, I'm starving. Um, I said, well, there's a cafeteria there. Go in there. He goes, nah, nah, nah. I don't know why he won't go in there. There's a lot of people who won't go in there, but uh, because he works the same place I do. But um, he goes, nah, nah. He goes, I just wait. Um, he goes, what are we having for dinner? I told him. He was like, ugh. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's picky. He's like picky about food. I said, you want me to get you something? No, 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 no. I said, eh. I said, well, I said, you're going to have a long ride home in that snow. And uh, So I went over and ordered a, uh, a large pepperoni and sausage pizza for him. From Domino's. I mean, I'm not spending like fifty dollars. <laughs> I mean, there's a limit. But I went so I, I went outside, had to had to clean off my car or Tony's car because he has my car. Clean off Tony's car. You know, it, the freaking wind is just howling and it's it's freezing cold. There's snow blowing in my face down my the the, the neck of my shirt. I'm like, I hate this. This sucks. I cannot wait to get out of this 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 area. God, you know, I can't wait. This sucks. The wor- it's the worst, you know. And I, I got to worry about him driving home. It's that cat. He's like, I'm not going. What the hell? Why do you expect me to be out here? They just leave him outside. His brother, I don't know, his, his partner in crime, I don't know. The, he, there's two of them. And um, 
The other one's still afraid of us. He doesn't hang around here much. He adopted another house, right? And I guess they don't, they, you know, they don't take care of him as the way we do, you know, our adoptee, you know. Uh, he, he, we, you know, we started feeding him. I told you all about that. He comes in the house now. And um, so I, I don't know. That, so that other one, the brother or what, I, I call him a brother. I have no idea what the relationship is. Who knows? But anyway, he's hanging around now. Somehow they communicate. How do cats communicate? I mean, that, that just blows my mind. How do cats talk to each other? How does he know that we're we're a source of food over here and warmth, and, and they, we let him inside? Let let him inside. So anyway, that, that that other the brother's hanging around. He's not. We're not adopting him either. I mean, we haven't adopted this one. I mean, he doesn't belong to us. You know. I don't know, but anyway, he's he's hanging out in the house. He's up there. When I came down here to the to the bunker to record this, he was laying on Tony's lap asleep. <sighs> you know, that's better than being outside, right? In the freaking howling wind, going down his uh down his collar. I mean, it's freezing out there. You leave these cats outside. It's, it's inhumane. Everybody's like, oh, those outdoor cats. You know. It's inhumane. I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know anything about cats, but you just leave them things, leave those things out all the time, just round the clock, no matter what the weather is. What do they do? Where do they go? I'll tell you what, you know, our cat's doing. He's up there snoozing on Tony's lap. That's what, she, what he's doing. He's having, he, he won life's lottery, you know? Anyway, so anyway, so it's snowing, first snow of the year sucks you know right now it's not that bad but the roads are not great and uh, it's supposed to continue and he's got two more hours to do until he gets off see how it goes <laughs> yeah it's just woven anxiety is woven into the fabric of my life um, the other day uh i went outside to get to drive my you know to go to leave for work i jump in my behind the wheel of my car Things covered in bird shit, by the way. Like I don't know why is it? Why are there birds? Don't they go? Don't they? I mean, don't they leave in the winter? It's cold. It's like why is my car covered in bird shit? You know. So I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta take this thing to a to a car wash or something. Can't be having bird shit. I mean, I can't live. I can't live like this. You know. I was irritated. So I, I, I get in the car, fire up the engine. I'm getting ready to pull out and bird shit, additional bird shit hits the windshield so hard it sounds like it, it almost chipped it or something, <laughs> you know? It felt like, you know, like when you're, when you're driving down the interstate and a rock flies up and hits the wind. That's what it sounded like. But it was, it was, a, it was bird shit, fresh came from somewhere it must have come from a high altitude because that thing was moving that was some fast moving that was a fast moving shit ball you know and the thing hit right in front of me right in the wind middle of the uh, windshield like right at eye level so i have to drive to work i mean i know better than to turn on the windshield wiper i just streak it you know so i'm just driving to work with this this giant silver dollar glob of uh, 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 bird turd right in the middle, like right at eye level. Oh my God, irritating. Like, where are these birds? Don't they, don't they go south? 
Don't they fly south for the winter? I don't understand the I don't understand the the whole animal kingdom. I mean, what we just leave these cats out in the winter like this, and then there's birds. I thought the birds went south, don't they? I think they went. They go south like my parents, you know. But they, these things are like hanging around, shitting, shitting on my vehicle. Like why? So um, so I, I you know I drove with that thing and and I would you know I'd. I'd I'd like look to the side or something. You know, when you're driving, you don't just look straight forward. You look to the side. You look to one side, or the other. Then when I glance back, I I, I think for a, for a split second that there's like somebody something in front of me. You know what I mean? And I'm like, ah, like have this little gasp of like, oh god, oh it's just that big giant shit tar- shit stain in the <laughs> in the middle of my uh, windshield. It's not something in the road. Like, I, like, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I just like I, I avert my eyes, look at something, come back. Oh God! Oh no, it's just that just just a silver dollar shit ball. It hit hit, it hit my uh, windshield from the I don't know where I don't know where that thing dropped from the International Space Station. <laughs> I don't know. That thing was moving, brother. Anyway, so I went the other night. I went home. I, I did 11 hours at work. You know, I did, did an 11 hour. Uh, marathon, and then I went uh, afterwards. I I stopped at a 24-hour uh, car wash and got the $13 wash, which is the second one from the. There's 11, 13, I don't know, 15 and 17 or something. I don't know. There's four levels. Like it's the second from the bottom. And I went through there, and uh, that thing was like not coming loose. I mean, it, it went. You know, it's the the twirling brushes were just it couldn't blast it off. You know, I mean, I got it got like ninety uh, percent of it off, but there's still some shit residue. You know, on there, I'm like, oh, I can't live with this. I can't. So, um, so that when the thing was like uh, when the brushes were like dealing with the back of the car, I was running the windshield wipers, <laughs> trying to break it loose. You know, so just kind of working at it, and then finally. After you know, with with my uh, you know, with with my additional help, I was able to get rid of that thing completely. So it's gone, you know. And I don't know. Hopefully the birds are gone now, cause it's freaking cold out there. The wind's howling, and it's it's not it's it's no weather for birds. This is this is not time for this is not good bird weather, you know. Except for ducks, I guess. What are ducks? I don't know. I don't, I don't want to get into it. I have no idea. I, the whole thing's baffling to me. But uh, anyway, I went through the went through the drive through. I mean, I went through the drive through uh, car wash at like midnight. You know, it's a perfect time to go, man. There's nobody there. You know, you don't have to wait. And it's just uh, it's kind of calming. It's like I crank up the Sirius XM or whatever, and you know, just let that thing do its work. That thing has some kind of high powered it like shoots water you know down the side of the car this apparatus that moves slowly down the side of the car it feels like it's going to tear the doors off i mean it is i mean we're talking high powered water in that thing it feels like it's going to do damage i don't know it's like it's like really really it's 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 intense you know but i go in there it's good it's called johnny's car wash it's over in dixon city open 24 hours a day it's awesome so got that took care of that i couldn't live i can't live in a world where you got a silver dollar shit ball right in the middle of your face 
you know, as you're driving down the interstate on 81, you know. My son's going to be driving home in that stuff tonight. Ah, it's making me nervous. I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's woven, my friends. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll see how. I'm sure it'll be fine. And speaking of making me nervous, the other night I was at work, and I was starving, just like he is. And I was like, the hell with this. You know, I'm not on the clock, so I, go, yeah, I, can, t- yeah, I can take a little extra my lunches. You know, I, I definitely, the company gets, definitely, they get their uh, their hours out of me. So I, I don't feel guilty about it. You know, I, sometimes I take a little extra long lunch. I don't, I'm not, it's not ridiculous, but if it takes longer than normal, every once in a while, so be it. I'm doing 50 hours a week in that place. I, I work on the weekends, too. <laughs> I mean, I'm always, I'm never off. You know what I'm saying? Um, so anyway, so I went to uh, Cracker Barrel, and um, it takes a little bit longer. It's not that bad though; they're pretty fast. And, um, so I went over there. I was sitting. They put me put they put me in those little tables where all the single men. There's always like single men in there. You know, I think they're like uh, like businessmen that are on like on the road. You know, I think that's what they are. I don't think they're in their hometown. I think they're traveling. They're probably staying in a hotel. There's a bunch of hotels near there. They're probably traveling for some reason. They're doing some kind of you know business, and uh, they just go to Cracker Barrel for dinner. And so there's always like a, a group of uh, men that are eating alone, right? And they always put us together. There's a line of us, you know. And it's right in front of the uh, fireplace. So. That thing was roaring. They had that thing fired. They had that thing like, I mean, that thing was putting off some high heat, you know. So I was sitting right there uh, with my back to the fireplace and uh, eating my my dinner. I had uh, chicken and dumplings. I, I Way over, I bought too much. I ordered too much. I had, you know, you get the chicken and dumplings. You could either do the two sides or the three sides. I always go with the three because that's... You know, I'm a man of size. It takes a lot of fuel to keep this keep this engine going, baby. So, ordered uh, chicken and dumplings, uh, mashed potatoes, gravy, uh, macaroni and cheese, and green beans, right? And sweet tea, of course. You gotta have the sweet tea in there. So I was sitting there eating. I was like, oh my god, this is too much food. God, and the things were salty. Those chicken and dumplings. It's like, man, this is some high sodium. I'm gonna be like, you know, my blood pressure is probably shooting through the roof with these, what, with all these turds on my windshields and, you know, my uh, and the fabric and uh, everything woven through it. And I got uh, this massive sodium load, and um, I couldn't eat it all. I, I couldn't eat. I couldn't eat all of it. I left a bunch of mashed potatoes. Um, I mean, they gave me too much, and uh, I ate most of the chicken. And anyway, I was sitting in there struggling to choke this thing down, and I don't know. I don't know. Every time I order chicken and dumplings, I'm kind of mildly disappointed. I always try to shake it up so I'm not eating the same thing every time, and I'm like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to order this anymore. So anyway, I was sitting there trying to choke this down. You know, in the in the uh, in the single gentleman row of shame over there in front of the fireplace. And there's this family, this this big round table in the corner, not far away from where I was sitting. Um, a whole bunch of them. There's a whole bunch. It's a big family, and there's you know I later learned they're having like some kind of birthday or they do that birthday chant, you know, where the 
You know what I mean? And um, but anyway, uh, there's a bunch of little kids over there, and and and, and some a bunch of adults, and they're they're raising a ruckus in there, making all kinds of noise. And a, two times, some kind of a plate or a dish of some sort, a bowl or something, hit the floor like and it shattered. I don't know. I think it's those kids. Those kids were like running around, and um, I don't know. I don't know. But the second one, the second one exploded. I mean, the thing it hit the floor. It exploded, and there were shrapnel. <laughs> there was shrapnel flying through the air. I mean, I thought that was going to land in my food. I thought there was going to be like a like like a uh, you know like a, a corn bowl, like a shard of corn bowl. <laughs> in, in my uh, in, you know in my uh, dumplings. I can't have that. I mean, call me a radical, but I can't have. Corn shard, corn bowl shards in my in my in, in my in my main course. <laughs> All right, but uh, the stuff was flying through the air. The stuff was like it went into. I mean, I don't know, like a like a twenty yard radius, just pottery, you know, crockery, flying through the air. And um, that guy beside me he goes, "What the hell? Shit, shit's flying. They almost they almost hit us." I said, I didn't know. I didn't know you had to wear like eye protection at Cracker Barrel. The guys go, yeah, shit, holy shit, fucking a. <laughs> so all right, Lauren. Anyway, um, uh, I don't know. But anyway, uh, you know, they didn't even say anything to these kids. They, I mean, the parents didn't even. You know, they're like shattering stuff, and stuff's getting flying through the air. And, um, you know, all the workers ran over there and started sweeping. I mean, they're very attentive there. It's a very, uh, it's a well-run place. And, but they, nobody said anything to those kids. But, um, you know, I got, you know, I almost, I almost took shards of uh, shrapnel in the neck or maybe in, in, in the center of my my meal. I don't know. The place was pandemonium. It was so crowded. It was just crazy. If, if, it, if, it, if I hadn't been a single you know, just by myself, I probably would have had to wait. Take out those tables lined up for us. You know, they they know we got we got to get moving. We got we got shit to do. I got to get back to work. But um, you know, it's all right. I don't know if I'd order that again. You know, sometimes I I try to shake it up, but uh, I don't know. I, I, I you know what I used to like is they have these gigantic uh, chef salads there, but they have weird. Like they don't have normal salad dressings, they have weird shit <clears throat> and stuff. I'm not willing to. I don't know. I, I mean, they have they have honey mustard. That's not weird. That's the close. That's the thing. I, if I were to order it, that's what I'd order. But the, uh, but the rest of it's kind of bizarre. It's like, why do you not have like just normal people? I mean, this is Cracker Barrel. This is not some highfalutin place, you know. But they ruin those salads because they don't have salad dressing. I'll start bringing my own salad dressings in. Say I brought my own. Put the put the put the Ken's Ken's Steakhouse up on the table. Like, sir, you can't bring in your own salad dressings. Yeah, I don't see why not. You know. So uh, anyway, I, I used to like that. That was one of my f- go tos. Those things are huge, and they're loaded with good stuff, and uh, I liked them. But now their salad dressings are too bizarre. I can't, uh, you know, I don't, I don't like that. I don't, I don't like some of that weird shit. You know, just have normal stuff, right? 
Um, so anyway, that, that, that stuff happened. Um, let's see, what else? Oh, I was so excited about this. There was a show, uh, some of you oldsters, you know, will reckon, you know what I'm talking about. Some of the youngsters are like, what the? It's called Mannix. <laughs> it's a it's a it's one of those cop shows from the seventies. And it started in the sixties actually. But there was a that thing is I mean, I know it's on me T V or whatever, one of those, but I don't I don't wanna watch random when I wanna when I watch a show like that, I wanna watch all of them. I wanna watch from the first episode through the last episode, right? That's what I wanna do. I don't want to watch just random episodes here and there. So that's why I don't like that BTV. I mean, it's all right. BTV's fine. I don't have any problem with it. But that not for... If I want to power through the entire eight seasons of Mannix, you can't just watch it on random. You know, that's it has to be... So, it, but it's never been available on any of the streaming services. I don't know why. I mean, it's like all that 70s stuff is available, you know, everywhere. But Mannix never was, you know. You know what? You know what I think. Uh, Mike Connors, who played Mannix, right? He was uh, he, he was Mannix. He lived to be in his nineties. He, he lived. He was really old when he died. He just died a few years ago. The guy's still alive, and um, and it, he kept suing. He would like sue like when they when they released all the all the DVDs, like uh, when they were released all the Mannix DVDs. He was like, hey, 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 wait a second, man. I got, I got to get a cut of that, you know. So he, he filed a lawsuit for uh, for revenues, part of that. Uh, you know, I agree with him. I mean, I don't know what his contract looks like. I have no idea, but he should get a he should get a taste of that, you know. So he was like su- suing. He he would sue them over uh, you know, whenever he felt like he was being um, they were screwing him over, right? So I have a feeling that they didn't want to. They said, to hell with it. We're not going to license this thing to any kind of streaming services, um, you know, because we'll have to pay him again because he's going to sue us again. The guy's never going to die. I mean, how, how long is this guy going to live? <laughs> That's what they're probably saying over at CBS. They're like, how long is this guy going to live? What the hell? The guy's still alive? Mannix? Are you freaking serious? And he has a bunch of lawyers working? You're sitting there just waiting for... To file another lawsuit? Hell with it. We're not putting on any. This is my. This is what I think. You know, happened. But um, now he's dead. They're like, all right, let's go. All right, put it on. So it's on Amazon Prime, all eight seasons. And um, I started watching it. And I watched that when I was a kid, and I loved it. Man, when I was a kid, I don't know. We're talking maybe you know, ten years old or something. I mean, the thing was on in the early 70s, like, yeah, 10, 11 years old, you know what I'm saying? I loved it. I thought that was, the like, the best show ever, you know? So um, I'm never, it's hard, I don't have any of the DVDs, I never bought the DVDs, but uh, I haven't seen it since I was a kid, you know, because it's never been on any kind of streaming services or anything. So I found out the other day that all eight seasons are on Amazon Prime. I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to watch this, I'm going to start watching this. Oh, by the way, there was an episode of Mannix when I was a kid where he somebody dosed him with LSD or something. I don't know. I can't remember. They gave him some kind of drug, and he was hallucinating his ass off. And um, there was this weird sequence. It was like surreal, like a like a bizarre sequence because well, he was under the influence of some kind of, a, you know, psychedelic drug, you know. 
And um, he, uh, he, I remember I was a kid, like 10, 11, like I said, and uh, he was, uh, he, Mannix was walking up this staircase and there was a picture of him. It was a, there was a picture laying there. He picked it up and it was a picture of himself with his eyes closed, right? He's looking at it. Like, like what the what the hell's this? And um, as he's looking at it on the picture, on the photograph that he's holding in his hand, his eyes sprung open. You know, scared me to death. Almost sent me to the wacky shack. <laughs> I think I think always caused me to have a nervous breakdown. That shit was like uh, one of. The, I mean, I I don't know when his eyes sprung open. I don't know. My heart dropped. My you know my stomach fell out of my ass. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. That thing, that thing freaked me out. I don't, I don't know why, but that thing's one of those moments of like, oh my god, you know. That, 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 for some reason, that really, that that one really got me. But anyway, I loved that show. I was, I was a big time fan of uh, Mannix as a kid, so I never had a chance to see it. So I started watching it. The first season is really weird. I'm never, I don't remember any of the. The first season was 1968, I think, and he's working for some kind of company with. Uh, with uh, computers, it's like a high tech, high tech uh, security firm, and they have detectives working there, and but they have all kinds of computers, and the computers are like the size of a house, you know, 1968, you know, so they're using these high tech for the time, you know, ways of solving crimes and stuff, and and Mannix is just one of the many uh, detectives that work there, but you know, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't follow the rules. You know, the rules aren't for Mannix. You know, whatever it takes, baby. So anyway, I love that show. So that first season, I don't know, that thing, that whole thing where he's working for that computer company. I'm like, what the hell's this? You know, I don't remember this. And I was reading about it. The thing was uh, produced by Desi Lou, which is Desi Ardez and Lucille Ball. They were the, they had a production company called Desi Lou. And um, it's, I read that uh, Lucy, Lucille Ball, Said, said, get rid of the, you know, get rid of all that computer stuff. Nobody gives a shit about that. <laughs> so this is a detective show. You know what, what are we doing here? This this is just a doesn't have anything to do with it. Get rid of it. So I guess on the second season he just becomes a private detective out working for himself, and that's what I remember. So anyway, I started watching Mannix, and um, you know, it's good stuff. Now that it, you know, now that he passed away. They're like, thank God, my God, this guy's, what is this guy? He's like, some, you know, is he ever going to, how long is he going to live? Are you t- are you serious? He's guy's still alive? <laughs> how? Was he 125? The shit. You know, that's that's what CBS, that's what the CBS, <laughs> CBS uh, executives were saying, I, I think. And, um, all right, so that's all I have. I have a couple, I have one phone call. Actually, Ian told me he sent me that he 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 left me a message. Well, as well, I don't I don't have it. So I sent you a, I sent you a text, Ian. Let you know I don't have I don't have your message, or I can't find it anyway. Let's put it that way. I don't have it. So I don't I don't, I don't know what happened there. Um, if you could resend, or if you have a recording, well, I guess you have to call. I don't know. But anyway, I don't have it. I'm sorry. Apologize for that, but I do have a call from uh, our old friend Zip, and here it is. Hey Jeff K, this is Zip, calling about uh, gross job stuff because I've got a doozy. Uh, 
so during Hurricane Harvey, the when I lived in Houston during Harvey, um, I was working HVAC, uh, an HVAC job, uh, specifically like super niche, specifically on grocery store refrigerators. So anyway, whole city of Houston is destroyed. It's the middle of August. We get called out to these grocery stores that we're clienting with or that, that we were contracted with to pull these destroyed units because these grocery stores had like 8 to 10 feet of water in them to pull the refrigerator units out so then another crew could come and install new ones. Anyway, we get to our first store, and I want you to imagine an entire supermarket, like a big, like the super, the super Kroger's, you know, or whatever they're called, uh, that was in 10 feet of a disgusting bayou water from a hurricane and then left to sit after the water drained for about four days in the August heat. Uh, it was the worst smelling thing I had ever smelled in my life. And the worst was the water picked up the seafood container and flipped it upside down. I mean, by the way, the water literally picked up the entire, like the extended aisles of frozen pizzas and flipped them upside down. It was so powerful. Anyway, flipped the seafood container upside down and on itself and trapped all the raw seafood under it. So when we used the forklift to pick it up, it was like four days of August simmering, boiling raw fish came out, and people were literally gagging and, like, like almost throwing up. And we had to go to the beer section and start opening beer bottles and dumping just raw beer all around it because the smell of the yeast was able to, like, offset the fish so we could, like, undo all the, the pipes and stuff and pull this thing out. Easily the most disgusting thing I'd ever smelled. I, I still, it makes me wrench thinking about it. So, yeah. Ah, that makes me, yeah. <laughs> okay. So you're working at, maybe basically you said HVAC, but you're like cleaning up like a, almost like one of those, uh, what's that thing called? What's that company? Serve Pro, where they go in and clean up messes. Like it never even happened. That's what it seems like. Yeah, I can only imagine the stench. I mean, I'm, I can't really ima- imagine it. But there was a fire. I worked at a place that had a fire years ago, like an electrical fire. And the stench in that place, I mean, and we're not even talking. There was no seafood involved. <laughs> you know, it was just like a equipment burned up, you know. And the stench... Just hung in the air for, I don't know, two weeks. Couldn't get rid of it. They had these giant fans, big industrial fans trying to blow that stuff out of there. It just hung in the air. And uh, I can't imagine if there's like food, like rotting food in in in, the, in summer in Texas. Seafood on top of it. It's like a big giant thing upside down. No, I don't think, uh, I don't know if I could even, I don't know if I could handle that. Because I, I, stenches, like, like real bad stinks like that. No, no, I can't. I have a hard time with that, you know. And um, that, that sounds horrendous, you know. But I, I, I sort of know what you're talking about. Because I, I mean, the smell off that fire was, it was lingering and wouldn't let go. It wouldn't, it wouldn't dissipate at all, you know. Huh. God, that, that sounds horrendous. I don't know if I could have handled that. You know, to tell you the truth, being at a grocery store with um, with with rotting seafood. Oh God! And I, I've smelled. Have you ever smelled like chicken? Like 
like chicken that's gone bad. Like say you uh, throw chicken into a trash can, like we we put, our trash cans are out out back or in the garage, I should say. And in the summertime, it's hot, you know. So there's some chicken in there. And then when you open the garage <laughs> to take the trash cans out a few days later, that chicken rot. You know what I'm saying? And, it, and it's like, oh, God, I, I seriously almost vomit. I don't know if I could handle that times 10,000, which is probably what you're talking about. That sounds horrendous, Zip. Uh, so thanks for the call, and thanks for the uh, stomach-churning uh uh, description of that. <laughs> I appreciate it. This next one is not a call. It's a email uh, from uh, Simon, and uh, he he sent me an email to surfreportpod at gmail.com, which I barely even look at, to tell you the truth. I need to start using this, start looking at that closer. I apologize. But um, he uh, seems like it was, you know, it's a few days old. It's not that old. But um, I'll read it to you, and, um, and uh, give me a second. Okay, I got it up. Okay, so this is from Simon, and it says, Hi, Jeff. At work, I had to go go a couple of times to a pig slaughterhouse. I'm working in machine safety, and one of the major pork suppliers wanted us to quote some safety upgrades on various machines that process the pig carcasses. One of those is basically a pig-sized car wash. <laughs> complete with rotating brushes and water, and it's used to clean the skin one last time before the carcass is opened. Put some emphasis on that. Before the carcass is opened. Are they dead at this point when they're cleaning, when they're washing them? Seems like that would be refreshing. Woo! Nice. I feel pretty. I, I feel like I got a spring in my step. All cleaned up, shiny. Oh, shit. What's this? No, I, I assume they're dead at this point, or are they alive when they go through the car wash? They go through the pig wash. Um, but anyway, it's used to clean the skin one last time before the carcass is opened. I was a bit apprehensive the first time I went in, suffice to say, but it's not as disgusting, disgusting as it may seem once you actually step inside. The smell is basically a big helping of bleach, plus a slight odor of feces and meat together. That sounds delightful. And the puddles of blood on the floor and the suspended carcasses you need to shove away to be able to move your way through the production line become routine after a while. Yeah, I could see that. You know, you, you, people adapt. People are adaptable to, to just about any terrible situation. The smell is basically a big helping of bleach plus a slight odor of feces and meat. <laughs> Woo! That's, a, you know, that's my new clone. Feces and meat. All right, anyway. One thing though, back to the this is back to the email. One thing though, it's hot inside. I went in summer and the humidity plus the heat of one machine in particular makes you sweat nonstop. You have to put scrubs on like a doctor on top of your regular clothes, so this doesn't help either. Some vegetarians say that people would stop eating meat if they ever set foot in a slaughterhouse, but I have to say they were wrong with me in this case. They were wrong about this in my case. Even though I've been everywhere in those plants and seen it all, stable, killing floor, <laughs> evisceration, God, cutting floor, etc. Stable, killing floor, evisceration, cutting floor, etc. Good Lord. 
I'm more convinced than ever that I like that I like meat. What the? I even eat more pork than I used to now that I know where it comes from. Ah, the hell? Okay. And um, I wouldn't work there on a full-time basis. However, I wouldn't mind going back for a visit. All right, Simon. I don't know what the hell's <laughs> those last two. Okay. Uh, so I'm more convinced than ever that I like meat after seeing where they come from. Okay. All right, man. Whatever. You know. Yeah, I don't know if I could handle that either. I don't know. Uh, the killing floor. The hell's that? Wasn't that a Echo and the Bunnymen song? Uh, what is it? The, the evisceration. Whoo! Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't. I, that's not something. I don't know if I could handle that. To tell you the truth, I don't know if I could handle the smell of just a, a big giant dump of rotting uh, seafood. I don't think I could handle a slaughterhouse. I don't know if I could handle the killing floor. The evisceration chamber. <laughs> the, the the what is it? I can't. What does it say? Where is that? Oh, the stable. Huh? The stable would be kind of nice. Oh, come here, little pookie. Let me let me let me rub your ears. All right. The stable. The killing floor. No. Evisceration. I don't think so. And the cutting floor. The cutting floor. No way. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't. I don't know what would happen to me. I don't. I don't think it would be something that I would enjoy. It sounds horrible, um, but you know, whatever. I mean, you seem to uh, not have that big of a problem with it. So everybody reacts, reacts to stuff differently. Thanks for sending that, Simon. You can give me a call though. You can call. I mean, I don't know. You know, I know some people don't like to call. I can't get my friends to call in here. I've had I've tried to talk several of my friends, including Rocky, who I think would be a great guest on here. He won't do it. My friend Mike won't do it. So I understand. I mean, I I understand that. That, you know, people are apprehensive about calling in. But, uh, you know, you're welcome to if you want to. If you want to. The number, 570-290-8151. So thank you for sending that in. And uh, thank you for sending that in. I appreciate it. And Zip, thank you for calling. Producer Zip, who uh, edits these and uh, gives me... uh, you know, advice, and uh, he's my producer. He's producer Zip. <laughs> you know, and uh, I appreciate both you guys interacting. And, um, and I'll invite everybody else to do it, too. 570-290-8151. And if you want two of these a week instead of a measly one, you can do that, too, by heading over to Patreon. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Jeff K. Sign up for a $4 or more monthly donation, and you wanna, you'll want to you gain access to an extra episode every week. Not every once in a while, it's for suckers. Every week. Every time I publish a, a podcast to the main network, there's a uh, there's another podcast for patrons only. So if you want to gain access to that, do it today. Patreon.com slash Jeff K. And surfreportpod.com is the internet, you know, the, the home, the, 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 the website website home of the podcast surfreportpod.com expanded show notes pictures links etc you can find it all there so until next time which will be over on the patreon side i hope you guys have yourselves a fine fine day i'll see you bye
So it's not good bird weather. 